0: Welcome to the Do Life and a Body You Love podcast. I'm Nikki O'Day, and we are going to talk about any and every topic that will get you showing up bigger and bolder in your life. Weight loss, relationships, mindset, it's all on the table. It may not come out real PC, but if you're sick of motivational rah rah talks that don't lead to any real change in your life, then you're in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. What's up, Do Life in a Body You Love? Ladies, today we're going to go off of our usual health kick and talk about something that I think has so much application to just like designing a life that we actually like living, okay? So I'm going to give you guys like one question to ponder. And for me, when I hear this question, I'm immediately like, eh, whatever, I've already thought about that. Or it sounds like a cliche question. And so we don't really take the time to dive really deeply into it. But I think that by diving into this question and really sitting and like nerding out with it and getting really deep journaling, visualizing, using it as like a framework, you can really start to shape your life into having meaning and purpose and joy, but also like a schedule that you like and a job that you like and all of these things. And so the question that I would pose to you today is what does a life well lived mean to you? And for everybody, it's going to be different. Right. But here's the deal. Like how I view this question is when I get like to the end of my life, what will I look back on and be glad that I spent time doing what things will make me proud? What is like the legacy that I want to leave behind in the lessons that I teach loved ones, or, you know, there's, there's so many different ways that you can take this. And then how do you design that life? How, how do you design a life where you get to the end of it. And you're like, yeah, that was an amazing ride. That was so much fun. Great. Um, And like, part of that to me is how do I want my day-to-day to to look as well? So what is a life well-lived being like, what are the things that are important to you? What, what are the things that you value? And then are those things getting your time and your resources and your attention, Right because too often you guys hear me talk about this all the time. You're probably so sick of hearing it, but like too often we just get pulled into what the rest of the world wants from us or the expectations that other people have put on us. And now we're just living those things out. And we don't even necessarily like our daily grind. We're just kind of like going through the motions. Every day is Groundhog's day. And not to say that everything should always be like magical and so impactful and powerful and all of that. But I don't think that we should just dread getting out of bed every morning and hate our job and be in these relationships that are nothing but frustrating and offer no value to us. And we're doing life in bodies that we don't recognize that don't serve us. We don't like the way they look. We don't like the way that they feel. But then what happens is we don't want to put our time resources, our financial resources, our energetic resources, right? Because thinking through and problem solving Takes a lot of thought, a lot of deep thought, and it takes action and a lot of times mindset work, right? Because fear is going to stop us from making the moves that would make change. Our brain does not want us to change. Our brain wants us to stay doing exactly what we're already doing. Because what you've already been doing to this point has kept you alive. And that's literally the only thing that your brain cares about, right? Your brain does not care about you thriving, having a solid bank account, having a body that's going to carry you, carry you into later adult years, being functional and independent. Your brain don't care about none of that, okay? So we have to set the intention for our life. If we don't do that, the rest of the world is dictating what our life is going to look like. And so if you find that, like, you really don't like the way that your day is structured or you don't really have much that you would look back on with fondness, you know, like get deep with this question of what is a life well lived? What does it mean to you? So for me, it is uh, growing closer to the Lord and, you know, being a good Christian and all of those things and raising a family and building a business that I enjoy. It's all of these different things, right? And so it's going to be different for you, but sit and noodle on that one and then evaluate. Like if there's areas where you're not satisfied, what can be done about it? Too often we think, and I think especially for women who are like in those 40 plus years, yes, I know I just hit 40 this year, but I work with a ton of women who are a little bit older than me too. And I mean, even in like your late thirties, if you like Worked really hard to have a specific career, let's say, and took on a lot of student loan debt and all those things. And then you get into that career and you hate it. We feel like we're stuck with it, right? Like, this is what I am. This is who I am. That's where our identity is. Um, And we don't even take the time to consider that there's like other things that we could do. We're just like, well, I'm just going to do this thing that I went to college for. And so, where could you actually make some changes in areas of your life that you're not satisfied with? like whether that's your health or relationships or business or whatever it is. But then as you shift, if you decide to take bold actions, make sure that the actions that you're taking are building a life that you like. Like they're, they're aiding you in living a life well-lived. So I'm going to give you an example. So when I was working as a nurse, first of all, I was not unhappy as a nurse, I liked being a nurse. And if I had to have a job, that's totally the one that I would want. I'm very comfortable in a hospital setting. I love the emergency room. I'd been there my whole adult life. It was very comfortable and familiar. Um, I don't like somebody else dictating my schedule. I don't really like rules so much. I kind of like to do what I want. If for those of you who don't know me that well, um, I especially don't like rules or, guidelines or whatever that, that go like this, like, well, this is the way we do it because this is the way we've always done it. I want to choke people when they say things like that to me. And so I have this like entrepreneurial spirit and I really do believe that God had called me into entrepreneurship um, so that I can help women with my business. So all of that to say, I didn't even make the change because I was miserable. I just had a different vision. Right. So even though I still had student loan debt from being a nurse, uh, I was like, okay, let's go figure this other thing out, right? Now, here's the deal. A lot of times, if I weren't focused on what I wanted to get out of my business, okay, I knew the transformation that I wanted to give to other women, but I was very strategic in thinking through, what do I want this to mean for my life? Because I had already had some friends who are entrepreneurs, and here is what I saw. In trying to get out of their nine-to-five so that they can be their own boss, many of them had put business structures in place and systems in place that a lot of them, no free time that were very, very stressful and very difficult to manage and to run. And so it might work out well if they could afford to hire a team of like six people right away, but most new entrepreneurs can't do that. Right. You you're kind of a one man show. And so they just became slaves to their businesses. So in this pursuit of they wanted time freedom, they were actually working longer hours in their businesses than they were when they had desk jobs, so to speak. And the stress levels were higher, and they were maybe making the same income, maybe a little bit more, some of them a lot more. But then they had reached this point where they were like, I literally can't grow my income because I can't take on any more clients because of the way that I structured this business and blah 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 blah. So why am I rambling about that? To say, before you make the changes you sit and you think, is this taking me closer to that life well-lived or not, you know, like dieting and weight loss. If I, like I say all the time, like the juice has to be worth the squeeze. And what I mean when I say that is if I have to give up every single thing that I love, as far as food goes, and I have to be in the gym for an hour, every single day, plus, you know, the half hour drive and all of that. And I can never have a glass of wine. And it's, if it's affecting my social time, because I am so restricted, I can't go out to dinner with my friends, and all this and that and the other is losing the weight even worth it at that point. For me, the answer would be no. And I think for a lot of women, the answer is no. And so what happens is we get in this crux where we're like, I want to lose weight. But what we think is that we have to do all of these things that we realize that's not really a life well lived. In my opinion, if I have to just sit at home all the time by myself and eat kale and be sad, well, maybe getting back in a body that I like isn't worth that. So And then people do go after it in those means though, right? And then they are miserable and then they come off of the diet and then they binge because it sucked. And then they just stay in this cycle all the time. So it's like, you're getting ready to make changes with your weight or your health. Then you have to think, okay, but what is a life well-lived? What are the areas where I can compromise happily? Let's take booze. For example, you're trying to lose weight. Do you have to totally cut out booze? No. But what might be true is that if you drink three glasses of wine every single night during the week, and then you party pretty hard on the weekend, which I'm not saying this in any sort of judgment, okay, but that's a whole lot of calories. It's a whole lot of impedance on your sleep. It's the anxiety that comes along with that as we get older. It's like all of these things that are like having this negative cascade. So maybe you having to totally eliminate alcohol Isn't worth it to you, but you're like, I can have one glass with dinner and cut myself off during the week, and I can keep it reasonable on the weekends. And that's a healthy compromise for you. And I'm just spitballing random things where it's like, make bold changes to get the things that you want in life, get back in a healthy body, get a career that you like if you don't like the one that you're in, like, repair relationships that are important to you. And peace out to the ones that aren't. Like Establish boundaries so that you can have this life that you really enjoy living and that it gives you purpose. But when going chasing after something that you think is going to bring you closer to a life well-lived, consider your plan. Is your plan to get there congruent with how you view a life well-lived? Is going and making a bunch of money as an entrepreneur worth it if you have to work 16 hours a day? Well, to me, the answer is no. To you, it may be yes. But like thinking long-term, like how am I going to bring this into fruition? Now, all that to say, don't become an overthinker who just doesn't act, right? Sometimes you just take the action and you figure out the next step. You're never going to know the whole entire plan. But thinking like, what are the things that I truly value? If you truly value time with your family. Then and you want to make a career move, then do it in a way where the extra time to make that career shift is going to be time limited. So like you have to go back to college and it's going to take you two years to switch degrees. And okay. So this is going to take me some more time, but the juice is going to be worth the squeeze in the end. And there's a time constraint there, but like not locking yourself into these processes, no matter what the goal is, where you're it's all encompassing. It's stressing you out more. It's actually, it's, it's bringing you a goal that you want, but it's taking you further away from what you consider to be a life well lived. Does this make sense? I hope that this is like kind of opening your eyes to just being more intentional with how you're going to go about your daily grind. Right. Um, I think for a while there, especially for me as an entrepreneur there was just and even in the wellness space right it's like no pain no gain um I'll sleep when I'm dead like the only way that you can get what you want is to grind hard and be go 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 all the time and the reality is that the most sustainable models that I've ever seen for any type of transformation don't actually require that much grind because they suck so if your weight loss plan requires total grind and strict restraints and all that jazz, it's going to suck. You're not going to stick with it. If your business model is that you have to grind from sunup to sundown, that didn't actually improve your life at all. And you're probably going to burn out. Um, do do you guys get where I'm going with this? It's like the methods that we use to get there are just as important as getting to the goal. But so this question almost comes as two parts, right? What is a life well lived? What do you want to see happen in your life? What changes do you need to make to enjoy the crap out of your life, to just like be in love with your life so that even when we have crappy days, because you're gonna, life pretty much sucks a lot, okay? But it's also super cool. And what areas do you wanna go grow as a human and like change the way that you operate and view the world and all this and that and the other? So what are those things that you want to attain? And then what are the best methods to get you there that line up? with what your core values are. Okay, so I would love to hear your guys' feedback on this. And of course, some of the things that you come up with are going to be super personal and you're not going to want to share them and that's totally fine. But if you have like an aha moment, which by the way, you're not gonna have that aha moment while you're listening to this podcast. If you're going to have any big takeaways, I mean, maybe some of you listening were just like, poof, it just came to me. This is what I need. And I just needed like somebody to basically say, "Huh, oh, it's never too late. You can go make all these changes. Right. Um, but for most of you, if you're going to have any sort of aha moment from this and use this concept to really lock in a life that you love, it's going to be because you go home and spend some quiet time with this question, thinking it through journaling it, whatever. And thinking about it all the time and kind of like using it as a tool when you're making decisions. Like, does this bring me closer to a life that I love? So if you sit with this and you take the time to do this, which I promise you, it will be worth it. Um, and you come up with something where you're like, yes, I need to go do this thing. Or if I just could tweak this in this area that would actually make my life so much easier or better or more fruitful or purposeful or whatever. So if you have any of those aha moments, hit me up, let me know. I would love to hear them. I would love to cheer you on and I will catch you on next week's episode. Thanks for tuning in. It is my mission to give women back the confidence that they need to show up bigger in their lives. Right now, the world more than ever needs women who are on fire and living their purpose. If you want to join me in this mission, there's a few things you can do. One, you can share this podcast with the women in your circle. Two, you can join me in my Facebook group, Simplified Fat Loss. Or you can subscribe to my newsletter at NikkiOday.com.